This is the Veterinary Life Coach Podcast with Dr. Julie Capel, episode number 94. Welcome to the podcast. It's a beautiful day here today. It's fall, which I really do love. It's been cold one day, warm the next day, because I'm in Michigan, and that's kind of how our weather rolls. There's just something about fall and the changing colors and the changing seasons that makes us all want to embrace that change. And coming into the holiday season, we've got all these things on our minds. And so it's a great time to record a podcast on the thing that I want to talk about today, which is hanging on and letting go. And so before we get into that, I just want to welcome all of you to the podcast. If it's your first time listening, this is the Veterinary Life Coach Podcast, and I just want to welcome you to the podcast that is a place where those of us who work in the veterinary field and around the people that work in the veterinary field can find support in this community of people that are all facing similar challenges. And this year, even more so in the time of COVID, things are changing and things are stressful. And this is where we talk about it. And this is where we learn techniques to manage our mind, get some skills, and so we can change our life. So those of you that listen regularly, I really appreciate you so much. And I'm happy to have you here today. If you're new, then I welcome you and I hope that you enjoy our discussion today. If you've been listening for a while and you enjoy the podcast, please share with your friends so they can join us. You can share the podcast on Instagram or Facebook or wherever you like to hang out on social media. If you go to iTunes or Spotify, you can leave a review for me and that would be amazing if you could leave me a five-star review because good reviews get the podcast out to more people. If you want to learn more about what I do for veterinarians and people in the veterinary profession, you can go to my website, veterinarylifecoach.com or juliecapel.com. I have a weekly blog. I have uh, weekly words that I can share with you via email. You can sign up for that on my website. I also have an Instagram page that I'm getting more active on. My daughter, Bridget, who is kind of the guru of Instagram for me, is helping me get that going. So you can join me on Instagram and follow me there. My Instagram uh, handle or whatever you call it, my Instagram name is CoachJulie underscore DVM. And I also have a Facebook page where you can join me and get all my blogs. And it's called Veterinary Life with Dr. Julie Capel. So thank you so much for listening today. Today, what we are going to talk about is hanging on and letting go. Now, the last couple of weeks on the podcast, we talked about how to say no and how to set boundaries. And so it kind of led me into this idea of why we hang on to things so desperately that we may want to let go and how do we then then let go to things that aren't serving us. So the saying no and the boundaries kind of leads into this whole concept of hanging on. 
So I was reading um, some of the Facebook pages uh, that are out there for veterinarians. I'm a member of quite a few of them because I like to kind of keep my finger on the pulse of what people are thinking and what people are going through. And today, um, when I was getting ready for this podcast, I read a post from someone who had been fired from her job. And she was fired from her job for something really, really simple. And the people that had hired her were unhappy with just one thing she did on one case. And they they let her go. And she was really struggling with the fact that now she doesn't have a job and she doesn't know what to do. And she was very desperate in her reaching out to the people on Facebook. And so I'm really glad that she was brave enough to reach out. But I just got the idea that we are so connected to things and some things that we really don't need to be connected to because it sounds like the job that she got fired from was really not that great of a job and the leadership wasn't very great, but she was feeling so desperate and so devastated about losing this job. So I want to explore this idea of why we hang on to things so desperately and why we have such a hard time letting things go and how can we do that? How can we let go in order to propel ourselves forward? I think the main reason we do this is we hang on to things even if they're bad is because we have this deep-seated fear of change. And we've talked before about our brain and how it wants to protect us. This fear that we have of change is that protection mechanism in our brain and it wants to keep us in our comfort zone and keep us small and keep us protected. And so when something like this happens, like we get fired or there is a big change in our life, we get very uncomfortable and very worried and very desperate. And so we hang on. We hang on to things that are not serving us. We hang on to relationships that are damaging. We hang on to jobs that aren't great, that don't have great leadership, that don't treat us well. And so this hanging on is part of this big fear of change that we have and this need to stay in our comfort zone. So what are some of the things that you're hanging on to? Let's talk about that a little bit. Are you hanging on to old grudges with people? Are you reliving things that people have done to you in your past and holding on to resentment for those things that people have done to you? Are you hanging on to people-pleasing tendencies? Are you hanging on to that part of your personality that wants to make everyone happy? Are you hanging on to relationships that no longer serve you? Are you hanging on to people that are hurtful and that keep causing you to feel negatively about yourself? People that are verbally abusive or even physically abusive, are you hanging on to that? Are you hanging on to controlling your environment and trying to control things that are not in your control? Some of those can be medical cases that you've handled that haven't gone well for whatever reason, that are out of your control, pets that have died or pets that you are unable to treat. I just had one yesterday. I had a youngish dog come in, um, I would say maybe middle-aged, with a huge pyometra and she was very, very sick. And I know that I could have helped this dog, but the clients didn't want to pay for treatment. They didn't want to take her to the emergency clinic for intensive care. They couldn't afford it or whatever their reason was for letting this dog go. And now I have to let that dog go because I know in my heart I could have saved her, but 
I just had to offer them what I could offer them and let them make the decision to let this dog go. So me trying to control their decision making is not serving me. I have to let that go. Are you hanging on to controlling other people and their behaviors and how they have decided to live their lives? And these could be people in your family or friends of yours or people in your immediate work circle. Are you trying to control them? And are you hanging on to bad habits and things that you're doing to yourself that aren't serving you in a great way? Are you hanging on to laziness or are you hanging on to watching too much Netflix? Are you hanging on to overeating or over drinking? Or if you're a smoker or any of the bad habits, even things like not exercising enough could become a habit, a habit of inactivity. So are these the things that you're hanging on to? All of these things that we're hanging on to take a huge toll on our mental health. It requires a lot of energy and it takes up space in our brain. This hanging on requires space. It requires mental effort to hang on to things that no longer serve you. And because you're taking up all this mental energy, hanging on to things in your past, hanging on to poor relationships or controlling people, it removes some of your capacity for coping with your current stress and the current things that are happening with with your life. So that hanging on is taking up mental energy that you could be using to face change or face stress or face fear. And so that desperate hanging on requires so much mental energy that you can't focus on anything else. So I think about hanging on in this way. And as I was writing this podcast, I thought of my one of my favorite shows, American Ninja Warriors. So if you haven't watched American Ninja Warriors, you need to watch it, especially if you like sports and especially if you like competition. There's something really cool about these people that come from all different walks of life, all different body types, all different um, mental and physical abilities coming together in this one really cool, really difficult competition called American Ninja Warriors. And if you've ever watched the show, and if you haven't, go watch it, you'll notice that there's so many obstacles where ninjas have to hang on. They have to get to an obstacle and really hang on tightly. They need this really intense grip strength to hang on to obstacles. And that's really part of the competition. They go from one obstacle to another, jumping and hanging on with all their might with this intense grip strength. And that is part of the game. So I think of us hanging on mentally to things, kind of like these ninja warriors hanging on to these obstacles. But if you watch the show, you'll notice that at some point that hanging on has to turn into letting go because in order to swing from one obstacle to the next in Ninja Warrior, they have to let go at some point. So the hanging on keeps them from falling into the water and losing the game, so to speak, because that's part of the game is to hang on and get through the obstacles. But at some point, they have to let go of that mental fear and they have to go let go of the fear of falling in order to swing and let go of the obstacle to grab onto the next obstacle and progress through the obstacle course. And so it's this great mental picture or actual physical picture of 
hanging on, and then letting go. So the next time you watch American Ninja Warrior, look at them as they go through this mental calculation of when they're going to hang on and how long should they hang on and then when do they need to let go. And in Warrior, in Ninja Warrior, it's all about timing. And you'll see that if they get the timing a little bit wrong, they're going to fall. But if they don't let go, if they hang on too long, then they don't make it to the next obstacle and they fall anyway. So to me, this is a beautiful example of this concept of hanging on and then letting go. And if we hang on too long, we can't progress into our best selves. We can't reach the buzzer. So we talked about all the things that we hang on to. What are some of the things that we should let go? And then we'll kind of talk about how to do that. So letting go is important in so many aspects of our life. Letting go of other people's opinions, whether it's clients' opinions, whether it's family's opinions of how you should live your life or what you should have done. Letting go of social media in some ways. Letting go of that need to have many likes and everybody agreeing with you on your social media. That's something that you can really let go of because hanging on to it doesn't always serve you in the best way. Hanging on to that need to be busy all the time. And that's something that really speaks to me because I'm one of those people that loves to be busy, but sometimes it doesn't serve me. So hanging on to that need to be busy and not taking time to really take care of myself and rest and exercise and serve my mental health by reading or by meditating, that's something that Letting go of that busyness is important. Letting go of being up with other people. And what I mean by that is trying to compete with other people and the things that they have and the things that they do. You know, does your neighbor have more Halloween decorations than you do? I know I'm into that decorating competition brain. I go into that, ooh, my house doesn't look good enough. I need to put up more decorations. Keeping up with the Joneses, Joneses, so to speak. Do you need to get the latest iPhone because somebody else got it? Do you need to get the Peloton when the other guy has it? You know, keeping up with things. You need to let go of that need. And then letting go of your past, letting go of past mistakes, letting go of things that happened to you or things that you did that you're embarrassed of. So letting go of some of the shame that you feel. Because you have to let go of all these things in order to get onto, as the warriors do, get onto the next possibility, get onto the next thing that you want to do with your life. So let's talk about a little example of how we go from hanging on to something that's not serving us and letting go and what that will do to open us up to new possibilities. So have you ever had a client call you the day after you saw their pet and let you know that they're upset because you didn't do something right the day before when they were there? The example of you saw a pet, you treated it, you thought you had all the answers, and then the pet takes a turn for the worse in the evening and the client ends up at at the emergency clinic. This happens to me a lot because I do birds and it happens that also sometimes when I treat a patient and I send them home that they actually might die 
at home or at the emergency clinic the following day. And then the client calls you and they're upset because of whatever you did. Um, whether you did too much diagnostics and they spent too much money or you didn't do enough or you told them to go to the emergency clinic and they didn't and then something happened to the pet and now they're blaming you. We've all gone through this, right? And so what that does when that client calls and they're upset is it sends us into this self-doubt thinking. I should have. I could have. Why didn't I do this? I should have done that. And so then we're hanging on to this idea that we made a mistake or we did something wrong. And sometimes if it's a it's if it's one of those cases where you actually do think you made a mistake, then you hang on to that shame of why didn't I know? Why didn't I do such and such? Why didn't I see on the x-ray the abscess or whatever it is that you missed? And you want to hang on or your brain wants to hang on to that mistake, that shame. I should have, I could have done something differently. So our brains have all done this to us. And so the damage that it causes us to hang on to that shame or hang on to that mistake will affect us going forward to the next case. So have you ever had a mistake in your past or something that the client blamed you for that nags at you when the next case comes in that's the same? I think we all have had that. And so when the new case comes in with a similar situation, then you have all this self-doubt that comes up. Well, what if I make the same mistake I made before? Or what if I'm not finding the thing that I should be finding? And so what that hanging on to the past does is it causes us not to be our best self in the present. Because if you're hanging on to shame or self-doubt when you're treating your new patient, you are going to cause yourself to make new mistakes because you're not giving your whole brain and your whole self to that new case. So I hope some of you have that example in your past. And I think then what we have to do is train our brain to let go of whatever has happened in the past. And how do we do that? Well, I think the best way to do it is examine the thoughts that you're having in that present moment. If many of the thoughts that you're having in the moment of treating your new patient are from the past, then you have to specifically tell yourself to let that go because this is a new case. You need a fresh brain. You don't need a brain that's being influenced by a client that called you complaining last week about whatever it was. And so if you can examine the feelings that you're having in that moment, the feelings of self-doubt or fear, and realize the thoughts that are causing the self-doubt and the fear, and then physically let that go, realize that it's not serving you, that you want to bring a fresh perspective and a confident perspective to this new case, you will be able to quit hanging on to that negative past or that client that berated you or whatever it is that's fogging your brain into fear and let that go and be the confident person that you know that you can be. Choose to embrace the thoughts of the good cases that you have done. Choose the positive things that you have done and then use that brain, that positive brain, to face this current challenge. Because the shame and the fear will not serve you properly. It will just create more shame and fear. And so you have to 
mentally work towards letting that go and embracing more of a confident feeling and thoughts that cause confidence towards that new case in order to treat it correctly and be the best person that you can be. And I know that you all have been there and I know that you all go there almost every day. There are super easy cases that you feel super confident about and you know exactly how to treat them, like the ear infections and maybe the skin infections. There's things that you know in your heart you're good at And so you don't hang on to those past fears and past beratements that clients have brought you. But there are those cases where you may not be as certain, or maybe the answers aren't obvious to you, or maybe the client hasn't given you the ability to do all the things that you want to do, that you still need to bring that same sense of confidence, that same openness to treat that patient as confidently and as competently as you can. And so hanging on to any past failures or past shames or past mistakes will not serve you in the present moment. And as you know, competing with that lizard brain of yours, that chihuahua brain I call it, is oftentimes very difficult in the moment. But the more you practice it, the more you practice noticing the negativity that's coming from that brain and realizing that it's there and also realizing that it can't serve you, you will be able to let it go. You will be able to say, oh yeah, that's that past shame that's coming up for me. I am not going to live there. I'm not going to hang on to that. I'm going to let go. Don't take up a bunch of your brain space hanging on to things that don't serve you. Let them go so you can move on. And if you let go, if you quit hanging on, you will open up your capacity to deal with each stress that comes your way. All that mental space that you're fogging up with things that you regret or things that you coulda, shoulda, woulda done, letting all that go is going to open up your brain to the positivity, the gratitude, the mental space that you need to move forward. Now, those of you that have difficulty with change, this is going to be a harder exercise for you because letting go is change. It's scary like change, facing the unknown, opening yourself up to future failure is going to feel so scary you're going to desperately want to hang on to the past. You're, you're going to desperately want to hang on to all the things that feel comfortable. And so your fear of change, if you can look at it as holding you back and keeping you from progressing, you can train your brain to not fear change so fiercely because that desperate hanging on is getting in your way. That comfort zone is not allowing you to be better and do better. So there's a cost. There's a cost associated with hanging on. The cost is that you will not do better. You will not progress. You will not reach the end of the Ninja Warrior course. And that's what we want to do, right? We want to continue to challenge our brain, can challenge our life to move forward, to get better, even though it's scary, even though we have all this stuff that's more comfortable that we just want to live in and wallow in. 
Breaking a habit is tough. But breaking that habit is going to create health for you, create wealth sometimes for you. And so hanging on isn't serving you. Letting go will serve you. So as we've been talking, we've mostly been talking about the fact that we don't want to hang on. But are there some things that we should hold on to? Are there some things that will serve us to hang on to? And I think that's the answer to that is yes. Hanging on to things like possibility, hanging on to concepts like hope, especially when we're feeling desperate, like this woman who lost her job this week, she's feeling really desperate and she's hanging on to her old job. But what she really needs to hang on to is this hope that there's something better out there. So sometimes hanging on to certain concepts like gratitude, like good attitude, hanging on to the idea that you have the power within you to do huge things and better things. Those are the things that I want you to think about hanging on to and letting go of the negative things. Hanging on to the fact that you are worthy no matter what, no matter what is happening in your life, no matter how bad things seem, hanging on to the fact that you have this deep-seated self-worth will serve you and letting go of anything negative. So looking back at the last two podcasts that we did before this, learning how to say no to other people and protecting your time and your energy so you can focus on letting go of the things you need to let go of and embracing the things you need to embrace or go towards. And then setting boundaries in order to protect yourself is all part of this concept, this hanging on and letting go concept. So if you didn't listen to the last couple of podcasts that I did, go back and listen to them and think of the saying no concept and also the setting boundaries concept. And remember that the reason that you want to hang on to the negative things that have happened in your past is because your your brain likes to sit in comfort. It does not like to be uncomfortable. And sometimes letting go of things and moving on hanging on to things and then letting go to move on feels like scary change. It, it's fear of the unknown. As I do on many of the podcasts, I like to leave you with a couple of quotes that kind of sum up what we've talked about today. So I've got a couple for you. The first one is from Aubrey de Graff, and it says, don't cling to a mistake just because you took a long time to make it. And that is so funny because don't we do that? Don't we hold on to mistakes like a bad job or a bad relationship? If you've been in it a long time, but you know that it's not serving you, get out, make a change. Don't cling to that mistake. The other quote that I found is from Daphne Rose Kingma, and it says, holding on is believing that there's only a past. Letting go is knowing that there's a future. And I like that because it allows us to embrace the fact that we can improve, that we can move on no matter how old you are, no matter where you are in your life, no matter how bad your life is, there's always a future and there's always hope. So hang on to your self-worth this week, hang on to hope, hang on to positivity 
and examine the things that you're hanging on to that aren't serving you and let them go. And if you need help, if you're having trouble in any of these areas, please reach out. I often say this on the podcast because I think that as veterinary professionals, we have so much pride and we don't realize that we are all struggling and we all need help on any given day. And so don't feel shame around asking for help. Get a therapist, call a coach, reach out to me. I'd love to coach you. You can reach me on my website or by email. My email address is jacapeldvm at gmail.com. I would love to hear from you. And if you have any suggestions for the podcast, you can reach out to me there as well. Thanks so much for listening to me today. I appreciate you so much. I hope that the things that we're talking about on the podcast are helping you. I just want to encourage you to be your best self. Take some chances this week and be good to yourself. Love yourself. Have a beautiful, self-loving week. Bye. Bye.